Hello, I am Jobber William. And I am Jobber And this is Jobber Central. Okay. Hey, Billy, how close are you to your mic? I'm pretty close. Okay, that, that's good, that's good. I just need to turn you up a little bit. Uh, okay. So, what do you want to talk about first, Billy? We have a lot to cover. Uh, okay, well, first I want to cover, um, we are once again doing this on Discord due to unforeseen circumstances. Sadly, yes. Um, but we do have an interesting episode, and we have a good bit to go over. A lot. I think we can't avoid it for much long, so <clears throat> even though it was not the best show of that weekend, it ended up being the most talked about. So I think we should start with All Out. Yes, I agree. <sighs> now, in my opinion, not a bad pay-per-view. It, a lot of questionable... A, a lot of questionable. Let's start with the pay per view, and then after we're done talking about the pay per view, we talk about the aftermath of it. Okay, okay. Because the aftermath was the stuff in the tabloids. Good point. Let's go a word. Alright, we'll, we'll start with the first match the, conce- the casino ladder match. Uh, you have anything yeah. you want to say about that? Okay. Interesting, and it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the finish. The match itself, although it was decent, it was also very meh. I noticed a lot of the spots didn't go off as well as they could have. It seemed like they just. It just only had their spots in mind. And then, you know, you had all the confusion of MJF's group just coming up and beating ass. Yeah, I got... Only had the payoff at the end of the night. I have to agree. Like, for example, Cesaro's spot could have been cooler than it actually was. Like, I thought he was going to start lifting that ladder. But no, he just tipped it over in a kind of cool way. But it... Not a awful match, but just not as good as it, as good as it could have been. Yeah. In it. Uh, I I did like the ending though. I really liked the ending. And uh, the ending had a lot of potential to it. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a little bit. So I gave it three point two five. Billy gave it two point seven five because Billy hates AEW and wants it to burn down. <laughs> He ate every single wrestler within it. Hey, motherfucker, motherfucker. And he, and, and only, he's only, he only likes one thing about All Elite. Kony Khan. <laughs> I'm joking. Now, this next, next match was a banger. However, I have an extreme problem with it. This match... This match could have been a higher rating. 
Omega and the Bucks versus Adam Page and the Dark Order. Great match, again. But, you're telling me that you had the Dark Order beat House of Black just so they can lose and repeat the same story they've been telling for almost a year now. I'm all for long-term storytelling, but it's really starting to drag with Adam Page and the Dark Order. I do not... I'm no longer interested in the story. I am more interested in the acclaimed stories. And they're they're on a lower ranking of, like, this team. You have anything to say about the match? Sorry, you were cutting out a little bit. Um, uh, it was good. It was very, very good. I don't see as much his deal with House of Black as, like, either way, the Elite was walking away with the titles. And I would have been happy with that. Um, so you would rather the House of Black lose to the Elite? Yes. Really? Yes. I thought it was a stupid decision to have, like... What they could have done, House of Black makes it to the finals, lose. However, people are going to be like, oh, what about the Dark Story storyline? That could have been their first title defense. Just yeah, saying. Let's see how that ended. Well, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we didn't see that coming, though. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But not a, a very good match, just like... Trios titles are already very. I love Trios titles. Well, yeah, of course you do. You lucha underground, Mark. Hey, I just think three are better than two. Ow! This match. That hey, hey. tag teams were around since the beginning. Okay. Six people in the ring. Teddy Long comes out. Tag team match. Play it, play it, play it. You know what's the matter here? Let me get it on. Oh, oh. Okay. Just so... Just because tag teams have been here since the beginning doesn't mean they're superior. That's exactly what it means. Oh. Really? Here we go. Really? Here Slavery go. was here first. What? Slavery was here first. I just I did. Make a wrestling reference, but no, you go straight to slavery. It's funny how conservative you are in your wrestling views. I'm killing you tomorrow. Why not tonight, bitch? Okay. See, that's <clears throat> why I hate Discord. I can't beat you up. <laughs> and that's why I love it so much. Oh yeah, we both gave this match four. Okay, uh, this next match, I'm gonna let you rant with this. Athena versus Jade Cargill. What the fuck? AEW, you son of a bitch. Tony Khan, you fucking asshole. Okay? You fucking asshole. Let's, let's put this story in perspective, okay? Double or nothing, right? Sizable pots, right? And they build 
her for two fucking months as the possibly the only credible contender to Jade Cargill's reign of terror. And she loses in four minutes! Four Hey, 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 don't, don't insult Jade Cargill. Fuck you. Fuck anyway, you. So, fuck that match, and fuck AEW. I do agree, <laughs> it was a bad decision, but I do like Jade Cargill's reign, and maybe they can fix it. I just don't, I hope they don't do like a Thunder Rosa Britt Baker situation where Thunder Rosa loses against Britt Baker and then, like, wins the title later on, like, like, they already had a title bout, why didn't you just let Thunder Rosa win then? That makes no sense. But anyway, I gave it a 1.25, Billy gave it 1. Billy? I already said my damn win. Okay. I already did okay. my Won't be my first one of the night. Okay, now... You're going to be a little happier with this next one. FDR and Wardlow versus uh, Machine City Machine Guns. Is that what they're called? Motor City. Motor City. Motor, Motor City Machine Guns. And Jay Lethal. Motor City Machine Guns. Okay, sorry. I'm not familiar with the team. I just wrote it as MCMG. Because you're a TNA hater. That's why. I... Fuck you. I gave TNA... I said I was going to do that. And also, I gave Impact a five, five jobbers, so don't even. You there? Okay. I do feel, even though I thought I like Wardlow and I love Jay Lethal, I think if they could have worked it to where this was a tag team match, between FTR and the Marseille Machine Guns would have been beautiful because that's two of the best in the business. I don't know, I, I like the idea of trios. The trios was okay. Nothing exactly special or like down the years memorable, but it was alright. It was pretty good. I loved it. And honestly, I have a great idea, Billy. Okay. So, FTR. Gets the AEW World Champion, Tag Team Championships. Yes. And then, they team up with Wardlow and win the Trios Tag Team Championships. Oh, actually, yes. They get more titles. Exactly. More titles. And Wardlow. Fair point, fair point. Wardlow's always a plus. I like him. I think he's break star. he's breakout start of the year. Maybe. But anyway, I gave this match 4.5. Billy gave it 4.25. Alright, now here's another one that you didn't like. 
You ready? Yep. Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I gave it three, Billy gave it two. And then, we have Match of the Fucking Night. Swarve and Glory versus the Acclaimed. My God. Billy, what the fuck did I just, what did I, what did I fucking tell you? I fucking told you. And within one match, they they proved why they could be tag team champions. Okay, listen, William, you can't talk shit, okay? You hate women. Th- that's not true. I watch more women's wrestling than you do. Eh, it was never proven. Well, we'll see about that. I agree. Like, there was an actually a, a few seconds where I thought the Acclaim was going to take the titles. The Acclaim, but the name, but you know the name. Don't, don't start rapping. No, listen, listen. You can't even freestyle. Okay. I could freestyle on you, though. Oh, I, really? I sounded like really? such a white guy saying that. Please try, please try, please freestyle. Do you really want to see that? Yes, I do. I think we all do, yes. Uh, I've never freestyled before, I'm going to be honest. I just said that because I... I can freestyle on you. Go ahead. Are we doing a freestyle battle, I guess? This is what people want to see? Yeah, that's that, that's against the rules. But let's have a rap battle on the next episode. Okay, I'm not I'm not planning mine. I I that feel I feel like that's cheating. A rap. I, let's just have a rap battle. I think it'll be interesting. Yo, to get mentally prepared, we need two weeks to get mentally prepared. Oh, okay. So, I guess we have an announcement we're doing a rap, rap a freestyle 
rap against each other on the next podcast. Yes, yes. Okay, whatever. Swerve in, in Glory versus the Acclaim got 4.75 from both of us. Almost. Almost five. Almost. Oh, yes, it was very close for me. Then we had Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter. Fairly good. Definitely the right winner. Yeah. Uh, one of the better AEW women's matches. Which is not saying much, because they don't know how to use light as the women's time on their shows. Yeah. Like, someone... I, 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 oh, continue, sorry. He is overusing the word interim. Yes. Even I, though it's not supposed to, interim, in my opinion, just hurts the belt and the belt holder. I'm actually... Okay. At first, I wasn't... I was okay with the interim champion thing. Until I saw the end of it. See, what I was thinking was, they would take the AEW World Championship, put it on a, just, you know, interim champion, as the word is, and then once the person either lost it or won it, either the other person's reign would continue, or their reign would continue, and the other person would stop. For example, I thought that if Jon Moxley retained the interim championship, he would get the real championship, and his reign would continue. Because he held it for, like, what, like, 30 days? 60? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought it was going to continue off of that. But no. Instead, he had an 11-day reign. Because he lost it back to CM Punk, which we'll get to later. Spoilers. (laughs) I think if they're watching this, they don't mind spoilers. Good point. Um, anyway... The four women doing the interim thing, I... Right person won, but... Again, I was I was for... I was all for this interim thing until, you know, fucking... I saw what happened after it. Okay. So, uh... I gave this match 3.75, Billy gave it 3.25. Then we had uh, Kristen Cage versus Jungle Boy. Now, I wouldn't... This isn't going to be another rant. Because this one was actual storytelling. This was justified. I believe Christian Cage was actually injured. Oh. So instead of... Oh, that's right, he is. Yes. Instead of doing a match that just protects him from taking any bumps, it would rob the fans of the payoff they want to see. He did a betrayal where he can go and do a thing with uh, Luchasaurus and then get back to Cage whenever he's full and healed and stops fucking Britt Baker. Yes. I gave it one... Did you hear the last line? Yes, I did. I chose to ignore it. That is a rumor. A rumor. Wait, that's a natural thing? That's a natural rumor. That's an actual rumor. Yes. I have not been able to find where the hell it started, but that's an actual rumor. Britt Baker. Yes, in Christian Cage. 
And if it's a false rumor, which I 95% believe, and whoever started it, it's fucking assholes. What? Isn't Adam Cole, you know... Having sex with Christian Kate? Uh, I, I made a joke. Um, oh my god. Um, but, okay. My brother just texted me. One second. Fuck you! Uh, he said, dumb fuck Brad Shepard is who started it. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's this piece of shit wrestling, um, reporter. So yeah, fuck Brad Shepard. Okay. All right, hey. so. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So. Uh, that that was quite the. Tr- sideways track. Um. Anyway. I gave the match one. Billy gave it one point two five. Although not really a match, to be fair. It's more of a moment. Wasn't as bad as the other atrocities from the night. Yeah, and now here's here's a real this one. This one is a an atrocity in my opinion because of the fact that this match could have been so good had this pay per view not been so long that I could barely you know like pay attention to it. Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Like, I'll be honest, the last two matches of this card were very difficult. Three, you mean three? Huh? Oh, there were three more matches? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, you, Okay. never mind my previous game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I, I really wanted to love this match, but the thing is... Having a slow submission match this far into an overbloated pay-per-view, bad decision. Because, like, people, they're not going to want to pay attention as much because they're going to be tired out from all these other, like, fucking matches. Honestly, this should have been the opener, in my opinion. That's what I was about to say. This would have been a very good opener. Yes. And honestly, might have gotten a five stars. Or five jobbers. Maybe not that much, but still. But uh I mean it was still it was still a good match. I gave it three point five, Billy gave it three point seven five. You there? Yes. Okay. Am I breaking out? Oh no, you're fine. I can hear you. Okay. You've just been very quiet. Usually you're loud and obnoxious. <laughs> hey, I, I've been loud and obnoxious. Exactly. But not enough. I'm kidding. Nah, we... What? I'm you. Okay, and that's what I'm trying to do. But you keep interrupting me. Fuck you. Fuck you. There we go. That's, that's, that's better. There we go. Okay. Now, I'm about to get pissed about this next match. This is actually the match I'm most pissed about. Really? 
You know exactly why. Yes, I know. I know. House of Black versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. AW, you fucked up by having the House of Black lose to the Dark Order. Actually, you know, you fucked up before that, too. House of Black has never won a major victory. So. And if they won that one match against uh, Death Triangle. That, I said major. That did nothing for them. That didn't boost them or anything. But anyway. You had your chance to fix what you've wronged. One simple, easy thing to do. Have Malachi Black pin Sting and be the only person to pin Sting in AEW for the three count. That's all you had to do. But no. Of course, the Golden Boys, Darby Allen and Sting must win. Now, I'm glad Miro was there. What? Darby Allen's cool. Hey, hey, I'm not dissing them. But, I mean, AEW does treat them like some Golden Boys. I know. Usually it's the Dota E guys. But anyway. I'm glad Miro was there. But honestly. Having Miro there also kind of hurt a little more. Because Miro was only on their side because he didn't like the House of Black. So, Darby Allen and Sting. And Miro teamed up because they had a common enemy. However, they weren't a functional team. And yet, they beat a functional team. That's like when WWE tries to put tag team titles on two random big main eventers just because. They do do, they do, do that a good bit. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I I know this is a low rating, but this is because of my, because of what I've said. Billy gave this match three point five. I give it two point two five. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's how much I hated the ending. That's how much I hated it. Can't disagree with me. And then we had the main event, CM Punk versus John Moxley. Now, I paid attention, and for what I could see, I enjoyed. But yeah. To no fault of my own, I could not stay awake. Yeah, me either. It was difficult. Was, it was in and out for me. Like I was. Dude, I can I can imagine the guy in Ireland is like, huh, I stayed up till five to watch that, you fucking pussies. It's the guy, the guy from Ireland, doing it for five seconds to one episode, and has not the fucking hearing how much we'll talk about the guy from Ireland. I love how he's, like, he was like, he watched probably one podcast, and now we've just made him into a giant meme. But anyway, CM Punk versus John Moxley. Honestly, I boosted the rating just for the ending itself. 
Which? Yep. Ending was fucking beautiful. Uh, it, it was perfection. MJF going on the Titatron, revealing himself, and coming out. Revealing that he was the one who did the deed at Casino Battle Royale. Or, sorry, Casino Ladder Match. What are you doing? Wait, I'm Okay, there we go. Were you typing something? Maybe. Because it was really loud. Like, it, 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 it wasn't too loud, it, just, it was so loud that it made it sound like you were, like, fucking, like, breaking your computer. <laughs> but, anyway, do you have anything to say about, you know, MJF, the big reveal? Beautiful, and I think... Okay. I love surprises. I feel like they did this almost a little bit wrong. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, so. The, script, the arena goes black, which they do a lot. And you hear the playing of the voicemail. That was all cool. You can play the video of I am the devil himself. Instead of have him on the Titantron, have him step out into the entrance, and then rip off the mask, and you hit the music. That's when you get the real pop you know the work. Well, I don't know, the music got a big enough pop. I'm better than, better than, better than you. Stop. You know Stop. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. So, CM Punk versus John Moxley, I gave it a 4.25. Billy gave it 4.5. Now. <laughs> days later. Just days later. This pay-per-view aged like milk. And this happened the night of, okay? Oh, yeah. It happened the night of. That's right. All this transpired. Let's start at the media scrum. Yes, where CM Punk dropped, I guess, a pipe bomb, sort of? This was several nukes, okay? Yeah. Man was just done, okay? So he shoots on Coke Cabana. Nobody even brought him up. He always shoots on Coke Cabana. He shoots on Hangman Adam Page, who was just back there trying to live his life. Yeah, leave Adam Page alone. Yes, the elite. And, you know, they call me one of his phrases, I'm old, tired, I'm hurt, and I work with fucking children. Welcome to, to America, punk. We're all tired. But, anyway. And as he leaves the media press... Something transpires in his locker room, okay? According to reports. There are lights, a lot of different sides to the story. Okay? All 
we know for sure. There was a dog. The common theory is Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega. There was a there was a chair thrown at one of the Bucks' heads. Damn. Yes, much, much violence. And then officially suspended have been the elite. We haven't gotten an official word on Punk and Ace Steel, but um, Punk has been stripped of the world title. And the elite have been stripped of their titles too. Yes. So... Why they they honestly should should have just kept it on Moxley. Like okay. No, I, I'm just saying for the prestige of the title. Look, they've now. Granted, you might not like the people that have held it, but they had lengthy title reigns, and they made the title feel important. Okay, I do like the people that held it. Okay. I, I I wasn't talking to you directly. I was talking to, like, any viewer or you, and, yeah. I would go to say... I, let's go with... When did all this shit happen? Let's try for a year ago, okay? Okay. The world title was the most prestigious title in wrestling. AEW Championship. I will give AW its credit. It was the most prestigious championship. They have really fucked that in a matter of six months. They have really fucked that. Yeah, well, okay. Like, I, I would say less. Like, CM Punk becoming injured, it's, it's understandable. That, I mean, I don't agree with the interim... But John Moxley wanted he could have ran with the belt, but then like they make him lose it eleven days later, which again I don't agree with, and it it did kind of lower the prestige, being he's the first second like time champion. But again, I I'm I'm relaxed with AEW. I usually try to trust their plan, although they're really testing that. Not gonna lie. I used to, before I found out that, you know, Vince McMahon was a fucking asshole when it comes to that. Now I trust O.D.E. But anyway. Then CM Punk. They strip him of the title. It lost all prestige. Two. Two-time champions. Only held it within, with, within a, less than a f- fucking 20 days. Prestige is currently lost. However, John Moxley did help it on the episode of Dynamite following. He did he did a great promo in my opinion that helped bring back a little bit of the lost prestige. But this whole thing is a shit mess. It, it's a sh- it's shit. AW's in sh- shambles and honestly, I think in my opinion, the number one problem that ha- this all started to go downhill when they got rid of Orange Cassidy's original theme and replaced it. Uh, 
Think about it, Billy. It started going downhill after that. Might have been a snowball, yes. It might have been a snowball. <laughs> I'm kidding. The real reason is because their ro- roster is too bloated. bloated. Yes. Now, because Total Con is a overrated fanboy who has daddy's money. Well, in theory, Vince is sort of the same way. Maybe not Oops. a maybe not a fanboy, but uh, he definitely was overrated with his dad's money. He knew how to run a business. Tony oh, does. Okay. So does Jeff Bezos. runs the biggest shopping company in the world and destroys the environment okay well, ruins uh, let's get back on track back on track his employees track, are ruined this just back in billy supports the bourgeoisie back on track anyway i do think this problem can be fixed once they get roh on uh, a ring of honor on television which they're trying to do supposedly and if they do they might be able to fit some of their over bloatedness onto that show but honestly it, this is a real problem right now and this could cause their downfall if they don't do something quick but they can't just fire people because that's bad especially with like ugh, it just it just it's all bad right now all the shit he talked about releases yeah, he would be called a hypocrite. Anyway, we should probably keep Khan's dick out of our mouth and talk about another business. Yes, we have spent too much time on... Now, let's go to what I think is the most mediocre pay-per-view of the weekend. Ready for the reveal? I will end your ass. Worlds Collide. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Out of, I've I've not seen I've not seen many NXT pay per views, but of the I think four, including this one, I've seen, this one is my least favorite. Yeah, well, no shit. The other ones you watched were beautiful ass takeovers. Okay. Yeah, but honestly, this is is like this is the low for me. Like actually. This might be the lowest NXT thing I've ever seen. Because I've watched some of their episodes. Okay, let's calm it down, buddy. Jeez. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just okay. Wait, wait, wait. I know what you didn't like. The two women's matches that were on it. That's what you didn't like. Yeah, I wish they were all women's matches because I like women's wrestling. Huh. Twist around your words, huh, motherfucker? Yeah, right, I did, well, motherfucker. Let's let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it. I will say, it started off with a banger. Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Ah, uh, yes, this was beautiful. Yes, just beautiful. Not the best match I've seen, but <laughs> it is definitely it's definitely a great match. It was a bit too indie. I still very much enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, my only, I I don't really have any complaints. Just. Didn't have, like, a big feel to it, but it was still great. I personally gave it 4. Billy gave it 4.25. And 
And then we had the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Okay, maybe I'm an idiot. I did play with no audio because I was not at my own house when I was watching this. I was, like, totally confused when the, the match was going on and, like, the teams were getting eliminated at first. I was like, wait, 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 wait. This is, a, this is an elimination match? Shit. That changes everything. Oh, yes. You definitely are an idiot. Really? You're really going to call me an idiot? Yes. You just... You... 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 You know, actually, I'm not going to say that. It's too cringy. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Oh, go ahead, say it. Say what you were no. say. No, uh, so the tag team match was pretty good, but... Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. I will hang up on you. Okay, okay, talk your shit. Go ahead, come on. Okay. The tag team match was... It was okay. Nothing really special. I thought it was good. I didn't say it was bad. Just, you know, nothing special. That's why I had to go. That, that's why I had to say most of this pay per view. But uh, yeah, I gave it three jobbers. Billy gave it three point two five. Uh, then we had the Fatal Four Way women, Women's Match, which was gonna unify the uh, NXT UK Women's Championship and the NXT Women's Championship. It's unification, correct? Uh, yes, it is unification. Okay. And I gotta say, I, I like this match. It, it was a good match. You have anything to say, Billy? Uh, yeah, I, I... It was good. It was good. Um, Mandy Rose is definitely something special. Yes. She has improved so much. And I almost think her and Miko could have told a great story on their own. I have no problems with Davenport. I feel like a lot of people who still doubted Mandy Rose would have eaten their words if she put on this incredible match with Miko and was able to win clean over her. Because Miko is a legend in this business. That's true. Honestly, I gotta say about this pay per view, it's kind of see it's sad. It's sad to see the NXT UK go. Even though you never tried to like them. Okay, that that don't put fucking words in my mouth. I was saying anything. Uh huh. Just because I never watched them doesn't mean I didn't want to or didn't like them. I just you know there's so many fucking wrestling shows to watch. I've decided I'm not going to watch any of them. There's, there's too many. Oh, I'd like to see you watch like fucking 100 plus hours of wrestling each week. I do that on the daily, motherfucker. Really, you're going to watch Impact Re- Weekly? NXT? Cool. Raw? SmackDown? New Japan? Lucha Underground, if it was still around. ROH, once it gets a TV deal. You gonna watch all those, huh? 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 Some of them are two hours long. Uh, totally. Hey, I watch... I watch Raw Weekly. And I watch SmackDown most weeks, except the weeks I'm with your ass. Huh. Do you guys smell that? It smells like bullshit and bias. 
Fuck you! Fuck you! I love how you cr- you criticize me for watching AEW and not watching Raw and SmackDown, but yet you watch Raw and SmackDown and don't watch AEW. I am training to make this business better. What are you doing to make this business better besides doing an awesome-ass podcast with yours truly? Nothing. I'm not part of the business. Yet. 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 And you want to make Lucha Underground 2.0. No, Lucha Underground 3.0. There's already been a 2.0. I tried to trade market. Someone already took it. Anyway, I give the women's match 3.5. Billy gave it 3.75. Then we had Nikki, A-S-H, and Dewdrop versus Katana, Chance, and Caden Carter. Meh. Okay, you only gave it one, one, like, thing above my rating, so don't even. Well, I do like, um, Caden Carter and Katana Chains. Yeah, they, they were, they were good in the match. They were definitely the highlight. I know, but there's, they're a good tag team outside of that match. I know. That's why I said they're the highlight. Anyway, I gave the match 2.75, Billy gave it 3. Then we had Tyler Bate and versus Braun Breaker. I thought it was good. Very good. Yeah, you you gave it a high rating. Maybe I'm about to give it a one, I swear to God. No, 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 no. I actually it it was a good match. I don't think Tyler Bate has a bone in his body that could give a bad match. Yeah, that's a fair point, fair point. So what did you give it, William? Well, uh, I'm going to reveal your rating first. You gave it 4.5. Of course. I gave it 3.75. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, it, it was a good match. It was a good match. Probably a better match than... Uh, Sorry, my brain fizzled out. I don't know what I was going to say. Alright, anyway, let's move on, I guess. That was weird. To the... In my opinion, the best pay-per-view of the weekend. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. The the best pay-per-view of the weekend? Um, what did you say... Last week that I remember, I believe you said, meh, when I asked you how you thought the card looked. That's, that was based on my exciting, like, like, how excited I was. That still stands. I wasn't that excited, man. You just don't like wrestling, that's what I think. You know what you were excited for? Oh, so, uh, oh, so you're, you're calling All Elite not wrestling? So you're one of those fans, you gatekeep wrestling? Yeah. Hey, it's still somewhat delivered. Yeah, in controversy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie about that one. But, I mean, hey. I mean, come on. Hey. Okay, 
Let's just talk about the good wrestling show from this weekend. I will say, I like it because the matches were good, consistent, and it wasn't fucking too long. All out. Jesus. They did have a very good match number for this. Yes, and there was actually a really, really good match I liked in this. But we'll start off with the beginner's match, the trio's women's match. A.K.A. Yeah, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Asuka versus uh, Damage Control. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Asuka versus Damage Control. Say that again, you son of a bitch. I, I've already said it twice. Say it one more damn time. Why? Just say the names again. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Asuka versus Damage Control. What's the other women's match later in the night? Alright, you know what? You know what, motherfucker? Guess what? I realized the mistake. But guess what? I didn't write the names. You did. You dumbass. What are you talking about? Here, I have a screenshot. I'm gonna send it to you right now. This comes from you, motherfucker. This comes from fucking you. So, don't blame me. Blame your dumbass. I was just reading it. Okay, that ain't ever happened. That ain't ever happened in my life. That's a fucking lie. You're slandering me here. You are slandering me. I have proof, motherfucker. I have receipts. Any, oh, I'm sorry. Why weren't you reading from your notes that you love so much? Because I just put it down as the trio's woman match. Then I saw... Oh, so you didn't think it was important enough to remember the names of the women? Uh, okay, to be fair, Money in the Bank last... Or whenever that was, I put men's Money in the Bank. I didn't say the names. Uh, let's see. I also did Women's Money in the Bank. For All Out, I did Casino Ladder Match. I didn't spell their names. Then I had fucking, uh, let's see. What was the other one? Oh, yeah, the fucking... Wards Collide. Fatal 4-Way Tag. I don't have the tag teams listed. Fatal 4-Way Women. I don't have the women listed. I didn't want to write out the fucking names. I'm lazy, motherfucker. Okay, fine. It is Alexa Bliss. I know that. I know that. Thank you very much. Okay, well, to be fair, naming the team names not that bad. Damage control is, just works. Anyway, good. good match, good match. Yeah, it was good. It was good. 3.5 from me, 4 from Billy. Then we had the match of the night, in my opinion. My favorite match. Gunther... Versus Sheamus. First off, put some respect on his name. It's Gunther. Honestly, I miss Walter, but still. Gunther. Yeah, this was a really, really good match. Beautiful. Just in every way. Like five stars. Like I, I think Jr. uses the term too much, but this was a slobber knocker. And even Deltzer agrees with us on that one. Yeah, I gave it a 4.75. Billy gave it 5. That you was a... You son of a bitch. How fucking dare you? I, I... I... Like... It was very close. I'm not gonna lie. It was very fucking close. 
I I don't know what exactly I wanted more from it, but I felt just a little more push. It was a great fucking match, though. I had so much fun. It was beautiful, and it's what the Air Continental's title needs to be again. Now, then we had Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Oh yeah, I, I, I might add bad to the Seamus Gunther thing. That did bring so much prestige to the IC title. I'm so glad because that used to be my favorite championship in wrestling. Anyway, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Thoughts, Billy? Uh, well, okay. I know you might think I overrated it. I... <laughs> what? Y- yeah. You motherfucker. Okay. Where do you see my rating? Uh, you just hate women. Okay. Hey, shut the fuck I up. I thought... Fuck you. I thought that it did a great job for Liv because it actually made her seem like a credible champion. It had Shayna and her both working very well together and she won clean. It got her back on the horse, so I really, really liked it. Thank you very much. Can I not love wrestling, William? I didn't say you couldn't. Whenever I overrate matches, you're always like, and I never say shit. Because I know it's my opinion, and I can handle that. I do not sound like that. Sorry, I need to add more glitching sounds. Anyway, I gave the match 3.25. I'm sorry. That is, that is your I will stand by this. Shayna should have destroyed Liv. Maybe I do agree with that. Also, that can come when it comes. It's it's already too late. It needs now. In fact, Shayna should have gone back in time and won uh, against Becky Lynch. That's true, that's true, that's true. Like, that was the most bullshit thing ever. But anyway, uh, you gave it 4.25. You're also not going to like my rating for the next match. Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Judgment Day. Alright, go ahead, go ahead, Billy. Say your shit. Fuck you! Alright. A lot of my rating for this was the aftermath. I, I did enjoy the match and thought it was a solid trios match. And then the payoff to a years long story. Ray finally kicks his dad in the dick. Well, he kicked at the edge in the dick, but metaphorically, he kicked his dad in the dick. Uh, okay. Um, okay, here we go. Here's Here's a controversial opinion. It's been like this for a few months, but... I'm not a fan of Judgment Day. We're aware. We're aware you don't even try to watch the weekly product. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not into Judgment Day. Any, uh, I, like When it first began, it was interesting. And then it started to kind of like, eh. Then they turned on an edge, and I was like, ooh, this is more interesting. 
And now I'm even more like, why? Why? This doesn't make sense. Sorry that uh, Instagram Reels don't really tell their story. Sorry, buddy. Alright. What are they trying to do? What is their goal? What is their goal? On roughshod and gang members. And also destroy families. And get the title shots and the opportunities that they feel that have been kept from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why Finn Balor, why Damian Priest, and why Ray Ripley, all three people who have earned title shots in the past and have won titles in the past? They deserve more. Okay, why are they a spiritual evil underlord type of, like, group? That makes no sense. Because golf. Have you seen Ray Ripley? Yeah, I can understand Ray Ripley. She's the one I can. I can understand Damian Priest. Finn Balor's pushing it. Hey, 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 hey! He looks hot in that uniform. Like even with Edge, it didn't really make sense. I told you this was a spicy take. I'm saying, from a storyline standpoint, makes no sense. And I gave the match 2.5. Oh, you son of a bitch! Damn it! Uh, okay. Billy gave it 3.5. I'm sorry, it was just... It was alright. The aftermath did improve it, though. But I feel like they're running in circles with this thing. You're not... I'm gonna kick this down today. Yeah, which I'm glad I did. That's why it bumped up the rating, but still, the match itself was eh. What if you're eh? Huh? What if your ankle's eh? What if your opinions are eh? My ankle is fine, thank you. Alright. Now let's go to a great match. Riddle versus Seth Rollins. Oof. It could have started hotter with all the, like, pent-up frustration they had. It was still alright, in my opinion. Oh, like that one, one thing Seth Rollins said, and I was, I was like, "Ooh, this feud is, this feud is top notch." <laughs> like, honestly, this, this is just, this, this is a banger feud. No comments. Um, I agree. I agree. It was a very, very good feud. And the match worked. Both guys always deliver, in my opinion. Yes. I gave it... We both gave it four jobbers. And then we had the main event. Billy, do your spiel. I know you really like this match. I love this match, first off. And I don't give a shit how much he's about to yell at me. What's that match, you know, my head? Uh, uh, stop. 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 Out of time. Stop. 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 They'll drop back. Stop. The best theme song in wrestling. 
broken dreams. Wait, I'm sorry. What was that? I know you're about to say mid, but guess what? If you heard the crowd in the internet blow up after having it back, you realize you're the one in the minority at this time, and your opinion is wrong. Thank you very much. Okay. I admit, I'm in the minority for this. But... Still, at, at, even after that, the match was very, very good, and you get the debut of Solo Sikawa. You get Austin Theory running out, getting punched in the face by Tyson Fury. That was a bit weird, but still, <laughs> awesome match. Everything fell into place, and it was, in my opinion, a big match feel. That's that true. Okay with Roman going over. It did. It so, de- It definitely did have a big match feel to it. Jobbers, as well, in my opinion. Alright. It was a good match. A lot of shenanigans, as usual. I didn't mind that. The ending was... something. Okay, to be fair, I do not think that was meant to be taped. I believe that was a fuck-up on production's part. Doesn't matter. I it didn't really affect my rating to be fair. It was just weird. I gave the match three point seven five. I'm sorry. It it was a good match. Just not I, I honestly I don't see it, but good for you. Five jobbers, you gave it, yeah. Also I think this is the first event where you gave Two matches, five jobbers. That is quite possible. Which is a surprise, not gonna lie. Yep. Alright, now... I actually want to bring up something that I saw on Instagram. Pretty much, the it was a post talking about, and it was all it was on Reddit. Wrestling conspiracies. Yes, it was very interesting in my opinion. One of them, and it actually got me thinking. One of them was very interesting. You ready to hear this one? Okay. Now, according to this guy, he said that Cody Rhodes might actually be the son of Dustin Rhodes. Now I thought, I, I thought this was crazy, but it did bring up a good point. There is a large gap between their ages, which is very weird that Dustin Rhodes decided to have a child that long after. If that was up to his decision, to be fair. But the thing is, this this is not the first time it's happened in, in like in like a like a famous person's life. Jack Nicholson. He thought his mother was actually his sister, for a while, for until he like turned like I think it was like twenty or something. He, he lived with his grandparents. They raised him. And he thought that his mother was his sister. But actually, it turns out that was his mother. So, like... I mean, I'm not saying it's true. But, I mean, at first, I, I was convinced. I'm not gonna lie. I was convinced for a little bit. 
He would have had to be 16 at the time of birth. And it makes sense. If he was 16, he couldn't have taken care of the kid. So, his father would have. I really hope that is not true. I'm just saying. It's an interesting theory. I'm I'm not saying it is, but... There, there was also another one. Uh, I'm trying to find the post before I like say any more dumb shit. But uh, it, had something, it had something to do with Billy Gunn in that battle royale he won. But I forgot what it exactly it was. Do you have say any... Cons- do you, what? Say the name again. Billy Gunn. Not sure. Okay, uh... Do you have any wrestling conspiracy theories? Oh, me? Yes. Wrestling conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I know I got quite a few. I just got to think of one. Stall for time with some of yours for a second. I don't... I... I okay. Uh... So... Let's see... I think that Vince McMahon paid some of the WCW writers during the end days of WCW in order to tank the show. That, or the WCW writers tanked it themselves on their own decision because they just wanted to kill it and get it done with. There is the idea of Macho Man being with Stephanie. That's one's a little, little controversial. Yes. Very controversial. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to be honest, I don't know all the facts. I'm going to hope not. Yes, that would very that would very much tarnish the reputation of both of them. M- more macho. Because she was underage at the time. <laughs> but, I mean, wrestling is wrestling, so, yeah. You have any other ones? You, you have any that you actually believe? Yeah, I, I I just wanted this is like our mid, like thing. Yeah. Let me um. See. Let me uh. Okay. Let's bring it to Professor ooh, ooh, Google. Ooh, 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 ooh. Here's an interesting conspiracy theory about WWE. This guy proposes that WWE did all of this in order to get Roman Reigns over. Now, just because I'm stating this doesn't mean I believe it. I'm just reading what this guy put. So supposedly, according to this guy, Daniel they, WWE had Daniel Bryan fake a retirement. And his reason is, no way his brain was too scrambled to wrestle, but he's back two years later getting manhandled by Brock Lesnar. I I don't buy that one, I'm going to be honest. Like, it makes a decent point, but also there's a lot of cases, like, 
Sting, for example, where some shoddy, some like hotshot doctors will be like, oh yeah, you're fine, man, you're fine. But WWE has a lot more on the line. So they want to be more careful with it. Yeah. Someone dying on their watch. <laughs> AEW. Hmm. Alright, here's another one. Here's another thing that helps support. Or, uh, th- this is another thing they, they said Dota did on purpose. Have Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose purposely be a, a dud at WrestleMania 32. I'm not buying at all Lesnar didn't want to play ball when he went above and beyond for every match before and after that. But at WrestleMania against Dean Ambrose, he just says no? Get out of here. Okay, 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 okay. I don't believe they purposely did it, but Dean Ambrose had a lot of shit, a lot of shit planned he really wanted to do. Yeah. Brock Lesnar showed up about an hour or two before the show started, and not that he didn't want to play ball, he just didn't give a fuck. He did not want to talk to Dean, he didn't want to do all this weird-ass indie spots he had in mind. Because Brock Lesnar put on an amazing match when he trusts and respects you. I don't think he ever trusted and respected Dean Ambrose. Yeah. He respected and loved Daniel Bryan. AJ Styles. AJ Styles, amazing match. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns both had some good matches. Mm Mm-hmm. We actually gave one of them five jobbers. Undertaker, he had great matches with him. Yeah. Ooh, here's another good one. The cons funding of AEW is an orchestrated directive by the NFL who seek to create market competition for the WWE to reduce financial and logistical resources for the McMahons to preemptively hamstring the relaunch of XFL. Now, to be fair, this is early... This this is this is this was three years ago, but I mean, come on, XFL going against NFL. I I prefer XFL over versus, uh, over NFL, but come on, really, really. Yeah, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. And also, AW. Okay. At no point has AW been a threat for Dota E or caused them to tighten their budgets. So. I, I don't... Yeah, that's just... Uh, okay. Uh, okay, nope, not reading that one. That's too long. Hmm... Oh, how do you feel about the two ultimate warriors theory? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about the two Undertakers theory? <laughs> Alright. Here's an interesting one. Vince McMahon sent Scott Hall and Kevin Nash to form NWO with Hogan to slowly destroy WCW from inside. I think it's plausible, but I prefer the writer's theory because it makes more sense to me. Because, you know, Vince actually did that with ECW. 
Now, he did know Vince Russo before Vince Russo went to WCW, so... Yeah, exactly. That's a good chance. Ooh, that's a... I don't know if I should say this one on... Yeah, I'm not going to say that one on live. Why? Here, I'm going to text it to you on Discord, and, uh... I can probably just say the name, and you probably know what theory this is going to be. Yeah, I, that one, like, I make jokes, but that that's, like, actual, like, touchy subject. Yeah. Ooh, this is an interesting one. We've never seen the real Vince McMahon, and the one that appears on screen is a higher, hired actor. Now, I would, I would believe this. Except for too many wrestlers hang out with Vince McMahon. Yeah. And also, would they really send a paid actor to a um, steroid trial? Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What the fuck? This, uh, the New Day... Okay. Wow, okay. The new The New Day are actually Michael Hayes, Jared Briscoe, and Pat Patterson in Blackface. Wow. It is it is so random. Oh my god. I mean, obviously that's a joke, one, but Jesus Christ. Okay, Shawn. Oh, this is I. 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 I remember being told this one. Now I. I. I don't think it's true, but Shawn Michaels kept his spot by giving Vince sexual favors. Okay, let's see. Oh, here's another uh, dirty conspiracy theory. You ready for this one? Yes. All right. So, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of which, this is my birthday special episode. I forgot to mention that in the beginning. That was a fucking segue, wasn't it? Yes, and now we're going to talk about women's wrestling. Yeah, there we go. That's how you start a party. Uh, yes, uh, his birthday. So this is his birthday episode, so he kind of dictates how the show goes along. Yes. And that's why we're not doing just one, but two all Japanese pro women's wrestling shows. I want William jumping out of a cake. Purpose. No. 
Okay. For Billy's episode, fun fact, we're going to do a three-hour podcast. But... William owes me his life for reasons. Yes. I've been doing the Shawn Michaels to the Vince McMahon again. <laughs> anyway. So, we announced that we would be watching the longest wrestling pay-per-view in wrestling history. And we did. So here we are. The first match Billy, of the very... Did one disc of it. What? We did one disc. Yeah, we did about two hours of one. What? Uh, uh, two. Uh, uh, so, there's like five discs, aren't there? Four. Maybe five. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's five because if it's a ten-hour pay-per-view, never longest pay- wrestling pay-per-view. Yes, yes, I. So that's two hours. That's got to be five, unless like two of them are like an extra hour added on. That wouldn't make much sense though. Anyway. So, we have Hiromi Sugo and Hiromi Yagi, Yagi versus Bomber Hikari and Shaprita Asari. This is a, this, in my opinion, oh, I forgot to state the fucking event. Big Egg Universe. Big Egg Wrestling Universe. But anyway, this was a banger, not a banger, but a good tag team match to start off with. It was pretty good. Any thoughts, Billy? I thought it was good. Uh, we both gave it 3.25. Nothing special. Oh, it, it, it kind of dragged in some parts, not gonna lie. And then we had a, um, from what I understand, from what I've read online, the first Little People's match of the night. Tomezo Su- Sunokaki versus Buta Jinshin, Jinshin, yeah, and Little Great Muda. Billy, you don't get the great, the little great Muda. But yeah, this was a comedic match. Uh, I have nothing really to say about it. 1.75 from me, 2 from Billy. Then we had Candy Okutsu versus Rie Tamayada. Uh, I like the match. 3.5 from both of us. Then we had Kairu versus Suzuki Minami. This was definitely the match so far. Definitely the the great match so far. Four jobbers from both of us. Good moments, good moments. Uh, and then we had a kickboxing match. We didn't really... I didn't want to rate it because, like, I'm not experienced with kickboxing, so I didn't want to judge it. Billy, I, I convinced him not to rate it. So, yeah. Then we had amateur wrestling, which, not really our forte, but it's close to wrestling enough. Still, I found it a little boring, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not calling out amateur wrestling fans, even though that's some gay shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to shut the fuck up. I, hey, I'm just quoting South Park. Sir, you better get your gay porn out of this bar. Anyway... Doors Blind versus Kyoku Hamaguchi. Amateur wrestling. I wasn't really interested. 2.25 from me, 2.75 from Billy. And then we had Miyu Yamamoto. No, Yamamoto versus Ana Gimos. Again, 2.25, 2 from Billy. And that's the boy we have so far. 
that was just from two hours of it. So if it's six matches every two hours, we're going to have a total of like fucking 30, 30 fucking matches. Holy shit. You ready for that, Billy? Now, I, I should we do the Cruiserweight Classic or Japanese Corner first? Uh, since you're on a roll and I have a bit of a headache, I uh, do the uh, Japanese Corner. All right, gotta pull up the music, and I'm keeping the same theme: Japanese women. Uh, so we're gonna be reviewing what is considered one of the best wrestling pay-per-views of all time: Dream Slam. One and two. Let me just... Oh, you just pull it out. That sounded weird. Yes. Japanese Corner has returned after a long hiatus. Today we're talking about Dream Slam, like I said. I really want this theme to play out. It's been a while. Available on iTunes. No, I'm kidding. But anyway. So, we have Dream Slam. I, when I first heard about this, I was, I was really excited. I was like, hmm, this makes me... I heard it was like one of the best... Matt, or the best pay-per-views, I was like, hmm, I like this. Hopefully, I'll enjoy it. And you know what? I did enjoy it. Not my f- personal favorite uh, pay-per-view, but it opened my eye to a new side of wrestling. And I hope to watch many, much, many more uh, Japanese women wrestling. I want to start stardom at some point, and I'm still continuing on my Wrestle Kingdom watch. It's just I got tired out from G1 Climax, so I'm still recovering from that. So, the first match of Dream Slam 1 was Kairu, Ito, and Saki Hazagawa versus Hikari, Fukuka, and Plum Mariko. This is going to re- be a repeat of uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, 16, I think, Night 3. Because, holy fucking shit, this is a lot of names. But anyway, this was a good tag team match to start off with. Now, I will say one complaint about this pay-per-view, too many. Too many, too many tag team matches, as usual, with Japan. But I still liked it. I gave it a 3.5. Then we had Terry Powers and Saikechi Nobu versus Iroko Suchia and Yoshika Madormi. Lesser tag team match, in my opinion, 2.25. Mima Shimoda and Tomoko Watanabe versus Ultima Tigreta and Kairu. This was pretty good. They brought up... uh, It's been a while since I've watched this. I actually watched this before I started watching Wrestle Kingdoms. But if I remember correctly, this brought in the... the, They had a little bit of lucha in it. I think that's how they described it. Uh... So, it, it, the Lucha was very welcomed, and it was a really good match. Then we had Suzuki Minami and Etsuka, or Etsuko, uh, 
Mita versus Rumi Kamazama and Miki Honda. Four. Great tag team match. Great tag team match. And then we had a boxing match. Bat Yoshinaga versus Susan Howard. I'm not going to rate that. Not my uh, forse. Shigusa Nagayo versus Devil Masami. Now, I what I remember about this match is that I can't remember who was which, which one. I don't remember the names very well. But one was a mentor. The other one uh, was the mentoree. I guess you could put it that way. And the mentor had sort of retired from wrestling, but returned for this match. And I think this was the last match they wrestled. And it was a good one. It had, it had some... Now, another thing this lacks is because Japan doesn't really do, like, the storylines, like, the soap opera style that we're used to in America. They do, like, more actual sports kind of stuff. So, introducing this certain storyline really did add an element to, this, to the match, in my opinion. So, I gave it a 4.25. Also, I forgot to mention in an earlier match, I don't remember which one it was... A woman in there did the swing, you know, like what Cesaro does, and it went on for a while. A fucking while. And it was probably the, the longest swing I saw until Billy introduced me to Cesaro's 100 swing. Uh, if I didn't say the rating for that, the, the mentor match, 4.25. Then we had double in, 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 double in you. In Noah, in I N O U E, I don't know, versus Cutie Suzuki and Mayumi Ozaki. 4.25. Great tag team match. Great fucking tag team match. Then we had Team Mega Monster versus Harley Saito and Eagle Sawai. Another great tag team match. Back to back. It was it was it was great. Uh, just good storytelling, good wrestling. 4.5 also. Then we had like kind of a cooldown match in my opinion. Yumiko Hata versus Dynamite Kanzai. Two. Uh from what I from what I remember this match, it was just eh, boring. And then we had a very special match. Akira Hokuto versus Shinobu Kondori. Now, the story behind this one, one of them was a Perioso style wrestler. Like, the extreme shit. They they threw real punches. They were stiff. I hope I'm not getting my styles mixed up. The other one was, like, the more uh, athletic side of wrestling. But there, one of them, I, I think Akira was the one that was stiff. And so, since she was more of the stiff style, Shinobu had to prove herself that she could beat Akira and prove that she could handle the style and that she was a better wrestler. That was great storytelling. And it, it fucking showed. There was blood. And I liked it. It was early on, but I enjoyed it. Her, she had a fucking crimson face by the end of this. It was fan-fucking-tastic. I loved it. Five fucking jobbers. And then we had the main event, which honestly, I wish they switched them. I know why they didn't. The main event has bigger names. Manami Toyota and Toshio Yamada versus Combat Toyota 
and Megumi, Megumi, Megumi Kudo. Good tag team match. I would have preferred the other match. I was still, like, winding down from that one. So, 3.75 for that main event. Then we had Dream Slam 2. Saki Hazagawa versus Hikari Fukuoka. 3.75. That just... I don't remember much of that. I will, I will admit, Dream Slam 2 wasn't as memorable. Mishiko Futajami, Miho Kitamaru, and Takako... Kuzumi versus Karu Ito, Sami Numata, and Tomoko Watanabe. Holy shit, give my mouth a break. Jesus Christ. Uh, 3.25. I don't... I Again, this one's a little more forgettable for me. Bat Yoshinaga and Terry Powers versus Miki Honda and Rumi Kazama. 3.5. Combat Toyota and Megumi Kudo versus Las Cachorras Orientales. 2.25. WNU and Yumiko Hata. This one really suffers from the tag team style shit. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Yumiko Hata versus Bolshoi Kid, Kudi Suzuki, and Plum Mariko. Which, this was a handicap mat. No, wait, no, it wasn't. That's my bad. That's my bad. Uh, three. Suzuka Minami versus Harley Saito. Saito, 3.25. Bull Nakano versus Shigusa Nageo, uh, four. Eagle Sawai and Shinobu Kondori versus AJ Kong, Asia Kong and Akira Hakuto, 3.75. And then we had the main event. Dynamite Kanzai and Mayumi Ozaki versus Manami Toyota and Toshio Yamada. Great fucking match. Best tag team match I've seen so far. In my rating career at least. I'm sure we'll eventually see another five jobbers tag team match, but this is the first tag team match I've given five jobbers to. Hear that, Billy? What? What? I said, in, in in women's Japanese wrestling, that's where I gave my first five jobbers on a tag team match. Yes, it was very good. Very good. Now that's over with. Let's talk about Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, yay! Yep. So, week five and six. Yes. So, I gotta say, out of any every episode of Cruiserweight Classic, my personal favorite is week five. So far. Oh, for sure. I know why. It's just two fantastic matches. We had Tajiri versus Grand Metalik. Great match. Very fun, very fun. This was a great way to start it. Tajiri can get it in the ring. And Grand, Grand Metalik, after seeing this match, I, I I have one question. Why wasn't he utilized more? You could say that about the entire Grizzly division, honestly. Yes, yes, you could. With the exception of a few. A few of them have been used very well. 
they had Mustafa Ali, Buddy Murphy, and Cedric Alexander all in the same division at the same time. I, I know that that was a misfire, but again, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa have been used pretty well. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. They were never in the cruiserweight division. That that is a good good point, but I'm, we're just talking about the tournament. To be fair. Anyway, this match, which was great, I gave it 4.25, Billy gave it 4. Then we had... B- Billy, you want to say the next match? Uh, versus Cedric Alexander. God, I wish I had have a headache for this. Fucking fantastic. If you get a please sign Cedric chant after your match, you know... You did your fucking job right. And you couldn't ask for a better fucking dance partner than fucking Kota Ibushi. Yeah, like, this was just my favorite of the, uh, my favorite of any of the matches so far. It was incredibly beautiful. Yeah, we both gave it 4.75. Had this been the for the finals in the Cruiserweight, this could have been, in my opinion, a 5. Ugh. Just, uh And then, now, week six, weeks, week six had an unfair disadvantage. You know what that is, Billy? It was following them? Yes, it was following week five. Now, that's not to say week six sucked, but I mean, in comparison, oof. That'd be like comparing WWE to AEW, and I'm not going to specify which one's which, so people get pissed. <laughs> That's the real he heat, uh, heel heat there. Anyway, Akira Tozawa versus Jack Gallagher opened up week six of the Cruiserweight Classic. And I gotta say, it was good. I love Jack Gallagher. I freaking love him. Where is he now? Um, well, I'm not even sure if he's wrestling right now. Yeah, I didn't think so. there was a bit of a Me Too thing. Oh, what? Now, there was a lot of specifics behind it, and he did, he did make a little bit of a statement about it. I'm not gonna get into specifics on it right now, but yes, there was a Me Too allegation. Huh. Damn. That that sucks. Yeah. Still a good match. Still a good match. Very good match. Yeah, it, it was a good match. Three point seven five from me, four from Billy. Then we had Ho Ho One versus Noem Dar. Balloon. What? A balloon. Ho Ho Loon. My bad. Yes. My bad. And put some respect on Noam Dar's name. Noam Dar. It's Noam fucking Dar. Okay. Okay. That's not his actual Noam fucking Dar. <laughs> but I do love me some Noam Dar. And I gotta say, good match. Good match. 3.75 from me, 3.5 from Billy. And then we had Tony Nese versus the Brian Kendrick. 
for the main event of week six. So, Billy? He Brian Kendrick going over as he should. It's a pretty good match, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. Uh, 4.25 from both of us. It was a good main event. It just sucks that this episode's kind of brought down by the fact that it had to follow the previous episode, which was the superior episode. Even though I only had two matches. See? Sometimes, quality over quantity. A.W. Now, we've reviewed everything we reviewed. Let's talk about what we're gonna re- talk or what we're gonna do for the next episode, Billy. What are we doing for the next episode again? Well, we're gonna do more Cruiserweight Classic, obviously. Obviously, yes. We're gonna do. More. Oh, what? More of Big Egg. Yes, more of Big Egg. We're gonna do disc two of that. Are there any pay per views happening before the next podcast? Not that I am. When is so. when is Crown Jewel? I believe that's October eighth. Ah, damn it. Um, okay. Well, uh, guess we'll have to bring up a topic on the next episode. Now, I also will be. I am currently going through all the Bound for Glories. But we're gonna say that for your birthday episode. But we're only going to review five because I don't think I'll be able to watch too many of those in one sitting. It doesn't have to be one sitting. That's because you hate TNA, William. I don't hate TNA. Never mind. I give, I've given them five jobbers. That was TNA. That was Impact. Uh, okay. It took the three letters. <laughs> Okay, fine, fine. I mean, there's bound to be at least one five jobbers within there, within the years they are around. I think so. I, you know what? I wanted to talk about something. People, and this goes for any rating system, really. This applies to movies also, because uh, I have a similar complaint about like movies and stuff. People that say, they say they're like, there's no more good wrestling matches or there's no more good movies or anything like that. Or like most modern movies or matches are bad. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That's unfortunately so many people like Delser and a bunch of rating systems are afraid to give five jobbers or five stars in their case. But when something's beautiful... It is beautiful. Yes. And there can be one... There can be more than one beautiful thing. Honestly. Yes. Not every single match has to be a slow-paced, technical match where they focus on joints. Sometimes it can be flippy-dippy, high shit with good storytelling. Not saying the other match isn't good storytelling, just saying, like, they can both be good storytelling matches. Same thing with movies. Not every single fucking movie needs to be a slow-paced movie, which I I, I love slow-paced movies, by the way. Uh, That's about, like, fucking cowboys retiring or some shit. 
like not not every or like a <laughs> this is a, a famous example and joke between the film community not every single fucking mat or movie that's a masterpiece has to be a seven hour black and white samurai movie <laughs> like okay in my opinion and this is this is just fact there's so many there can't there's it's possibly not campy unless you're just a pretentious douchebag in my opinion there's at least one masterpiece in every year at least one no, no, no. Actually, at least two. That applies to movies and matches. Like, Billy, can you name a single year in wrestling where there's not a great match that's worth five jobbers? See? Your, your silence speaks volumes. Not off the top of my head, no. Now, even the 80s, there was some, somewhere, and some promotion, five jobbers. To be honest, most of them probably weren't with WWE, because WWE in the 80s was not the best. But, That's terrible. yes. It applies to movies. Even nowadays, I hear people say, they don't make movies like they used to, and then they give, like, five stars to some fucking movie that came out last week said this isn't like this isn't like modern most modern movies and then they're like but there's like five other modern movies that they give five stars to too they're just like they don't make movies like these anymore yeah, well, they fucking do if it's there there's five of them you've given five of them five stars so why the fuck are you saying that huh maybe you just want to be different but you're, gonna see, next, you're gonna see the next Avengers movie you got coming to me yeah, they don't make them like they used to. Okay, let's not get into a MCU sh- rant shit. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. I, I, I've already deterred it enough with movies, but that's just a, a, another passion of mine. Plus, I needed to run down the runtime. And I don't... What? Uh, we, we need uh, 18 more minutes. Hmm. I actually... I had an idea. I thought we should do this for the next podcast, but we can do it for this episode. Okay. Best ret- wrestler in each main country. Oh. So, obviously, we're going to do the big ones. United States, Mexico, Japan. But we can, we're also going to do, you know, uh, Canada, uh, UK... Uh, give me another country that's major in wrestling. Uh, I believe you hit them all. Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Um, maybe Germany. I don't know. Germany's stretching. Maybe Italy. Italy. Uh, I don't think so. Then we don't have a lot of European. Wrestler, there's, there's not. We need more worldwide wrestlers. There's not that many, I now realize. Like they all came come from like the same general country. Like you don't you don't see a lot of like, fucking, or at least on mainstream companies, you don't see a lot of like Russian wrestlers or, like fucking, 
Not a lot of Middle Eastern wrestlers either. Huh. But anyway, we'll start with uh, your favorite, Canada. Does this have to be the best current wrestler? No, all time. All time? Yes. Bret Hart. I normally would have said Bret Hart. And I feel like I should, because I always bring up the technicality. But the thing is, I have said this person is the GOAT before, and he is Canadian, so it would be kind of, like, messed up if I didn't say he was the best to come from Canada. Chris Jericho. He is still, in my opinion, the GOAT of wrestling. He is the GOAT, but he should have it up by now. I disagree. He still wrestles good. He still has a great physique. He's still good on the mic. I don't think he has any reason to hang it up. Jeff Hardy, different. That's a different story. Why'd you go after Jeff Hardy, man? He was the first one I can think of that needs to hang it up. That's fair, that's fair. Especially with his problems coming back. Yeah. Get well soon, Jeff. Uh, Now let's talk about America. That is a tough one. It's almost like because it has some of the greatest wrestlers in the world, huh, Billy? If you don't shut your bitch ass up, you fucking took a cop out, you dick. USA. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hate when people chant that in wrestling events. Like, I. You know what's funny? The same damn Americans that complain about kneeling in the national anthem chant USA at wrestling events. I can guarantee it. Now, I'm not calling out people who, like, like, hate politics and football. I can totally understand that. I mean, it is a football show. I don't want to see your fucking politics. As a great man once said, leave it on the outside. However... If you're going to go and chant USA at a wrestling event, I mean, <laughs> you're doing the same damn thing. Anyway, let's continue with the best wrestler. That one's a tough one. It is. It is. I don't even have mine. And brain no thank you right now. Now, to be fair... I would have to go with the best, which is obviously Keith Lee. No, I'm kidding. Alright, the best, in my opinion, just for the fact that they are very influential, they're a decent wrestler, and just overall, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin. I at least think he's the most important in American wrestling. This is loud. Billy, that's loud. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Turn that off. Yeah, yeah, we get it, we get it, we get it. Obviously, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding. Yeah, he's definitely not the best. 
The only reason I, I mm, I'm starting to doubt the St Stone Cold thing though now. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. I know who it is. He goes by two names, but I'm gonna call him his current name, Brian Danielson. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. The and it, if you, I don't know, I I know a long time ago, like 2018. If you were the type, the greatest wrestler of all time, into Google. Daniel Bryan's the first one that pops up. And there's a reason for that. So yes. Daniel Bryan's greatest so, American wrestler. If it wasn't for the last year or two, you could make an argument for AJ Styles. Um... Eh. Like, I love AJ Styles, but... I don't know. I want to put him with the greatest American wrestlers. Before almost, you better at. Maybe, maybe top ten. Okay, before almost, he was. And when he first got to WWE, he was on motherfucking level. Yeah, but you also got to think before that. Before that, he was on another fucking level. Yeah, but he mainly wrestled in Japan. He wrestled for Japan Ring, first. Ring of Honor, TNA. I know, I know, TNA, Ring of Honor, stuff like that. But I'm saying, for a long time, he wrestled in New Japan. Yes. So, I, I'm just saying, like... Not to diss AJ Styles, he's a great wrestler. But... Daniel Bryan, definitely. Yes, Daniel Bryan. Now. I think, okay, this, this next one's probably gonna be the easiest one. Mexico. Uh, did you say this was going to be the easiest one? Yeah, it's going to be the easiest one. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, obviously, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Senior. No, I'm Dominic Mysterio. No, he has a few years to go before that. Clearly, clearly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... Like, no offense to any other Mexican wrestler, like Eddie Guerrero, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., or anything like that, but, I mean, come on. Ray must... Oh, wait, shit. Never mind, we can't choose him. He was born in America. No, he was born in America, California. I forgot about that. You can look it up. I know, but still. We have to choose someone else. Uh, Eddie Guerrero? Yep, Eddie Guerrero. Well, let me let me let me fact check that one too. Gosh, all the You know what? Actually nope, I'm not gonna say that joke. You better. Yeah. Okay. Oh god, I don't think Eddie Guerrero is Mexican either. Or Mexican... Nope, Texas. He was born in Texas. Damn it! What about... What about Vicky Guerrero? Oh, she was also born in Texas. <laughs> oh, God. Um... This makes it much harder. Um... 
Do you know anybody? I cannot think right now, man. Oh, God. I, I don't like that he's the first one that showed up. Well, the second one showed up. He, it, it's the Mexican wrestler you do not like. Oh, fuck that son of a bitch. Although, there's a good case for this one, just he doesn't have a much... Uh, not 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 the one I was that we were previously talking about, but this one person, while he doesn't have a lot of achievements to his name due to the fact that he's not been utilized in either business he's been in, Andrade. That's not so fair. Great wrestler, but not a much not much achievement to his name due to the fact that they don't use a lot of utilize him right. But to be fair, I think he's the only. He's the only person... Oh, wait, hold on. I, I want to make sure he's Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican. All right. He is the only Mexican that was in Ric Flair's last match. <laughs> we can do L.A. Park. He is pretty big in Mexico. Even I know of him. Uh, or we can do Pentagon Jr. or Ray Phoenix. They're Damn pretty... It, I was about to bring him up. Pentagon. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty good. Uh, nope, not her. Santos Escobar, aka Santos Escobar, aka King Cuerno. Uh, yeah, we need to watch more uh, Mexican wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, we. I've been trying to get to, to like, some AAA stuff, but it's hard to find that stuff. Uh, now let's move on to the UK. That's going to be an interesting one. You have any contenders? What? The UK. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I didn't see that one coming. Now, keep in mind, the UK includes Scotland. You still going to go with Zack Sabre Jr.? I stand by my answer. All right. Let me... I'm, mm, hmm, 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 hmm. This is a tough one. Because I have to choose the best, not my personal favorite. If it was my personal favorite, I'd probably have to go with Paige. Uh, but the best. Uh, Drew McIntyre. You hear me, Bailey? That's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, you know what, maybe not Drew McIntyre right now. I don't know, but there's really, I can't think of, like, Zack Sabre Jr. Same, same lobster head, a fearless man, mind up dead. What are you doing? That's a shame for fame, lobster head. Or, is that Seamus? Yes, his old theme song, yes. Hey, Billy. Why are you bringing him up? 
Ireland? Yeah. Ireland. Not UK. Hey, you said Scotland was part of Ireland. Wait, no. You said Scotland was a part of United Kingdom. Yes, Scotland, not Ireland. Scotland and Ireland like the same thing almost. Okay, I'm about to give you a lesson. The UK refers to Wales, Man of uh, Isle of Man, England, and Scotland, and Northern Ireland, Ireland. But Ireland is its own country because it's split from the UK. Oh. Yes. Britain refers refers to the whole island that England and Scotland and I think Wales resides on. And the British Isles refer to both Ireland and the UK. I'm pretty sure I got all that correct. It's a shame for fame. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's the pick for Ireland. And he, with UK, I have to I have to say Drew McIntyre. That's fair. I'll still go with Zack Sabre Jr. Jesus. You look up Irish wrestlers and there's only five names that come up. That's that's kind of sad. Alright, so Seamus obviously for Ireland. And now we have Japan. I think we both know the obvious choice here. Well, ooh, yeah, see, that's why I was like, okay, it's actually, I, there's three choices in my opinion. And the, and funny enough, they actually go with like the ages of Japanese wrestling, sort of. You have, oh, I want to make sure I get his name right. Uh, Okay, Ricky Shoshu. He originated the Perioso style. Never mind, he's South Korean. But he was famous in Japan. And it says he's a Japanese professional wrestler, but he's Korean. But anyway. Oh, wait a minute. Was he born in Korea before it was own, its own country? I'm not sure. But anyway. Uh, I guess he's not in the contendership anymore. But Antonio Inoki is definitely up there. He's definitely one of the greats of Japan. But I was also thinking, a little more modern day, Kazuchika Okada. Antonio Inoki paved the way for Kazuchika Okada and gave him the platform that made him what he is. Okay, but in that retrospect, you can argue that, like, Chris Benoit paved the way for Daniel Bryan. Okay, I I didn't want to use Chris Benoit's name for that, but, I mean, to be fair, he kind of did. I mean, Antonio Inoki created the promotion that Okada made his name at. Okay, Vince McMahon created the promotion for Daniel Bryan. We're not calling Vince McMahon the best wrestler. He could be. Hulk Hogan paved the way. I'm going Antonio Inoki, damn it. Okay, you can do that. I'm going... I'm only going with Okada because he has achieved so much, and yet he's only 34. He has so much more he can achieve. He can be the most decorated wrestler in the entire history of wrestling if he wanted to. Like, honestly. He already has, like, how many fucking range with the IW? Well, that's restarted. Because 
new championship. But still, he had like a lot of range with that. And yeah, that's that's one for every country. Any other countries that are like outliers that we could think of? Uh, like the only one I can think for Italy is like Bruno San Martino. I'm pretty sure he was. What? Andre Giant. He's French. French and Italy are the same. Dude. Dude. You just you just hate crime. Europe is coming Europe is coming for you. God damn it. Okay, you know what I meant. That is wow. Italy, I... Wow, they're gonna say soccer blit and Waffenkulo to you. I'm Italian, I can say it, it's okay. Okay, you're like what, fifty percent Italian? Less than that? Like, holy shit. I can't believe you just said that. But, uh... Yeah, okay. Uh, what about Russia? I don't, is there any major wrestler from Russia? Nope. Ivan's not actually Russian. He's not actually Russian. Uh... Yeah, none of these names are... Re- oh, wait, uh... Oh, what's his fucking name? He's in NXT UK. Ilya Dragunov? Yes. He's... He's a Russian-born German professional wrestler. So he's... Oh, the time? Yeah. Oh, we're over two hours. Okay. Why, do you want to go? I am currently dying, so... Yeah. And I, we've talked about it enough. We've yep. covered it. Okay. Not what we were planning for this episode, but... I think it went pretty well. Guys. It was this cool. Okay. Thank you guys very much. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Yes. Goodbye, Ireland. We're coming for you. <laughs>